Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing tips to get organized this Christmas. So if you're wanting to feel less overwhelmed in the lead up to Christmas this year, then this episode will help you to feel more organized and enjoy that time. So today on the podcast, I am sharing some tips around helping you to have an organized Christmas this year. So Christmas can be a really stressful time with added pressures and expectations from those around you, but we can have a less stressful Christmas and enjoyable for everybody when we're feeling organized. I'm going to share some ways to help you really enjoy that lead up to Christmas instead of feeling stressed. And so one of those ways is by being organized. Stocking up early would be my number one tip. December really creeps up on us so fast. So November, even the end of October is a great time to start to find your decorations, your non-perishable food items, presents even. I know for myself this year, I know what my kids wanted. It was a, a double bed from us as a present. So I didn't want to leave the run too late and not have any in stock. So I've actually ordered them online and they've already arrived and now we just have to store them, which is a bit of a hassle. But at least I know that I already have that sorted out for them. Also, I found that shops are really well stocked at the moment for Christmas, like Christmas decorations, Christmas items are coming out in October compared to later on. So it's a great time to actually have those organized because I have also gone to get Christmas decorations in December and there's been barely anything left last year and the year before. So it is great to be able to get those things before they're sold out. Also, Crowds can be a lot smaller in those times. Maybe not this year when we're about to come out of lockdown and people have been, you know, locked up for months. Therefore, they're not being able to go to the shops because the shops haven't been open. So it may be a little busier than usual, but these tips all last for years to come. So you can always refer to, back to them when we're out of COVID and, you know, looking at stocking up early. One of my tips is to sit down now and write down all the things you know you will need. What comes to mind for me now is that I know that we always make bonbons for the table. So therefore, I'll need to have a look and see what we've got. Maybe we've still got lots of the hats or we just need one more set to make up enough. But that's definitely something we do every year. And I know I have some of them, but I need to go and have a look so we can get those early before they're actually sold out. It also helps for online orders to help them arrive on time especially with so much backlog of probably even the COVID postal problems for us here in Australia, ordering online in time for it to arrive. And generally most stores now have that on their online when it pops up. It says you need to order before December to actually receive the things in time for Christmas. 
Another great benefit of stocking up early is it spreads out the cost over two months and it doesn't hit you all at once just in December. Number two is to think of practical presents. Now I'm number one of practical presents. So no one wants to get a gift that goes to waste. And and definitely from decluttering people's houses, I find loads of wasted gifts that people will tell me, oh, so-and-so gave me that. And it's like, okay, you haven't used it? Oh, no, I, I got it maybe five years ago, but because it was from Auntie Martha, I've kept it. But there's no intention of actually using it. You know, those those items, that's when we need to look at, okay, can we let it move on from our house? Do we need to keep that? It's not something I'm ever going to use. So maybe I can let it go and it can go on to somebody else who's actually going to use it. That person doesn't need to know that we've let go of the present. They've done their part. They've handed the gift over to you and you've received it. It's now yours in your position and it's your decision as to what you do with the actual item. Everyday items are things that I love to give my kids for Christmas and and other people for Christmas presents. So things like books, pajamas, socks, they're all great stocking fillers for Christmas time. Other things that maybe it's like looking at a present like t-shirts. My kids always need t-shirts at summertime, but really personalizing it, choosing something that's their favorite color or their favorite print or brand, but then using it's practical, but it's then just personalized as well. Number three, gifting and experience. Again, this is something I love doing. My parents and parents-in-law also do this with my children now that they're a little older. It means that they're getting something fun and they're going to treasure those memories from that particular thing. They're a lot older now and they don't necessarily have as many toys. So it's a great way of sharing a a gift idea rather than something that they're not going to use. It's also um, saves you time about running around to the shops. You can buy those vouchers or that experience online and have it delivered via email as well. So it can be great for people who don't even live in the same country or same areas. There's so many different experiences. I'm just trying to think of the ones that I've used with my children have been like nights away, sporting activities, concerts, relaxing packages I've received, zoo passes, museum passes, the theatre, movie tickets, like gold class tickets, something that they don't do all the time, craft sessions like art, online session, doesn't have to be face-to-face, surf lessons, dance lessons. There are so many different ideas. Try and, you know, think about what they enjoy doing and see what experience you can come up with. So number four tip is to prepare food ahead of time. Now, obviously, I love bulk cooking and being organized and having a freezer stocked full of food to use, especially when it's December and it's busy for all of us, no matter when, whether we're in COVID times or not, it's still a busy time of the year. And we're also all feeling a little bit tired from everything else. And so it's a great time to just take the pedal off and maybe look at having your meals pre-made and there's some in the freezer maybe it's every once a week that you grab that meal out once you've bulk cooked something 
and placed it in the freezer. We also have two birthdays in December, or just the last week of November and first week in December. So I really struggle with thinking about Christmas until after that birthday. So having some meals in the freezer really helps around that time. So a tip is to try cooking something in a slow cooker, like a vegetarian lasagna is really easy, low cost and meal prep and just pulling it out when you need to, when that, that crazy week or two when school finishes and all the, all the other things finish and there's concerts and things like that. Number five is to delegate or outsource on Christmas day. So rather than you doing absolutely everything and making yourself so exhausted that you're not even going to enjoy that day. It's about delegating some of those things. So if there is something where you manage everyone and there's a lot of people coming and a lot of guests, it's delegating some of those things to your guests. And believe me, they'll probably be thankful for bringing something. Most people will like to give around Christmas time. So giving them something that they can bring to share the experience together, whether it's drinks, food, you know, the entree, or it's maybe part of the main meal. Another thing that I have done in the past is to also look at using a local flyer who does the meal prep for you and the catering and using them. Maybe it's the salad, maybe it's the dessert, it's the cheesecake and you get that made and or a pavlova that you get made for dessert and you bring that along instead. So it's not about you actually cooking everything, but maybe it's actually outsourcing instead. Number six is to not forget to care for yourself. December is a really busy time and it can be so easy to forget to look after yourself. But by slowing down and taking some time for yourself and caring for yourself, it will make all the busy tasks ahead of you so much easier and less overwhelming. Like how many times have you heard yourself probably saying, I'm feeling really stressed around that time of year. We want to enjoy the festive season instead of feeling really worn out, burnt out, and we just want to enjoy that connection and time with each other. Some ideas around helping you to move through that stress cycle, which if you go back in season two, there is a one about a stress cycle and how to help your body move through those, some different ideas. But a couple of tips right now that I can think of to help you enjoy the highs and the lows of the silly season is by grounding yourself by going outside and walking on grass with bare feet, maybe going near some water and just listening to the sound of water, listening to music, listening to an audio book, maybe even cooking a new recipe and just connecting with that creative side and making something. Watching the sunset or the sunrise is another one that's great for caring for yourself during this whole festive season. I'll quickly go through them again. Stocking up early, so starting in November instead of leaving it all till December. Number two is to think practical and think practical with presents because, of course, we don't want to waste money and time and energy on buying things that are just going to be shoved in the back of a cupboard. So thinking of things that people can use. Number three is gift and experience. So looking at activities that are practical and easy to redeem. So you want the person to be able to use it within their town. It's not like they have to go on a holiday somewhere and then be able to use the voucher. 
Number four was uh, prepare the food ahead of time. So looking at maybe freezing a few meals prior to December and having your freezer full of things that you can just grab out on those really busy nights. Number five is delegating or outsourcing on Christmas Day. Maybe it's outsourcing to people within your family, but also even using maybe a catering company or a meal prep company that does cutting up of vegetables or the potatoes, preparing the potatoes for you. And the final thing was number six, don't forget to care for yourself during this busy season. So I'd love for you to share with me your go-to Christmas gift on Instagram or Facebook at Simply Happy Circle. So tag me and I'd love to see some of these Christmas ideas. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode about tips to get organized this Christmas and enjoy that lead up to the silly season. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your stress, improve your mood, and support your immune system, then join me for an introduction to yin and nidra yoga. Over five short 10-minute online lessons, you'll start to feel calmer and more rested. Head to simplyhappy.com.au in the resources section and start today. Mm